Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Gary Sayer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations, 12 Steps to Freedom. I am Kelly Fox and tonight we are continuing the discussion on Step 7, which is surrender. And tonight we're going to tap into being humble. So super excited to uh, start the discussion and get going. And before I can do that, I introduce my beautiful co-host. How are you doing tonight, Terry? <laughs> I'm doing well, thank you. I'm so happy to be here. It's always a win-win for me to be on Fearless Generations. <laughs> well, I'm glad, since you do it every week. <laughs> glad to hear that. Well, we have an amazing guest coach for you tonight, so I'm super excited to get this discussion going. Please welcome Julie Zolfo. Hey, ladies. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm so excited to be a first-time guest. Thank you. We are excited to have you. Uh Uh-huh. That's exactly what I was going to (laughs) say. See, we've been doing this so long, we can read each other's minds. (laughs) Love it. Love it. Yeah. Well, Julie, introduce yourself to our audience. What do you get to do and who do you get to serve? Oh, well, thank you so much for that opportunity. Hello, audience. My name is Julie Zolfo, and I am a passionate life designer. And what I get to do is I help people stop clinging to that sameness of life and really get them to start living their nest. And by what I mean by nest is their greatness, their boldness, and their fearlessness. So it's such a great connection. Mm-hmm. Yes. Love it, love it. And that's one thing that I love that we get to do with all of the different connections that we make is that we get to bring on amazing coaches that uh, teach and share things that go so well with fearless living. And you are definitely – um, one of those coaches. So we are definitely excited to get this conversation going. Let's get let let it roll. Let's go. <laughs> awesome. So let's start off with surrender. So Julie, what does surrender mean to you, and how do you use it with your clients? Well, I mean, it's taken a while. Probably asked me that several years ago it would have been different but today after all I've gotten to experience in the ups and downs of life I would say uh, surrender is happily and freely letting go and no longer needing to control anything and I'm at peace with that yeah that's big but that wasn't easy to get to but I, I, I get how blissful it is now that I'm there yeah, I believe you. So how do you support your clients with with getting to that place? You know, um, 
one, I share with them a lot of my own experiences, and I remind them to almost look back in their own life. When they're going through something today, there's always something that we've done in the past that we thought was so hard that we thought we'd never get through it, and then reminding them, like, just how strong they were, but strong from the inside out. And part of that part of that strength was realizing that they didn't have to go through something alone. And when you Mm -hmm. are able to surrender and realize that there's so many, you know, people in your lives and forces, you know, that we can't see that want to support us, it makes letting go that much more easy. And when they see the evidence in the past, it gives them a little more courage and a little more fearlessness, right, to continue to take that next step and push the boundary of, of really trusting surrenderness. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And fearless living, we call that anchoring. So helping them to anchor that they've been able to do it in the past so that they can see that they can do it now and going into the future. Absolutely. So I love that. I love that you do that. Terry, um, what are you what are your thoughts going right now? Well, I'm thinking about uh our topic for this evening, which is taking uh, applying the concept of being humble to the concept of surrender. Uh, I think that in our society, oftentimes when you talk about humility, it uh, people think of weakness, and uh, and I think that's a cultural thing that we've been taught. And so, just understanding that humility uh, means that you're teachable. It means that you're willing to learn from your challenges and opportunities, and to trust in your higher power or yourself or whomever you uh, feel is, uh, you know, helps you through through the things in your life. For me, I, I just trust in God and that he has my back and that he, he has a plan and I'm going to trust that. And just humility to me was something that I, because I'm a recovering perfectionist, I really, really did think that if you called me humble, you would be calling me weak. And so I learned that humility is really a component of of recognizing your humanity and a willingness to be vulnerable and a willingness to um, to learn and to just surrender. Surrender to the, to the process, surrender to, uh, you know, whatever your belief system is, and to go forward uh, with the with the attitude that uh, everything that happens is for your good. You're going to be stronger. You're going to learn more. And like you were talking about anchoring, how important it is to recognize that you've done this before. You can get through it again. And just having the willingness to let things go. And in my life, I've had I've had opportunities to do that that have strengthened me, that have made me... Um, more effective in the work that I do, more able to serve others. And I just think that the surrendering, I don't know, I I mean, it was hard for me to to grasp that concept and to really utilize it in my life. And it's like uh, Julie said, once you you understand how that works, it's amazing. And your life is free of all of that worry and concern and and, uh, being – you know, caught in the past or living in the present and trusting 
that uh, for me it's trusting that I've, I've surrendered it to, to God and uh, trusting him and trusting myself that I'll hear, I'll hear and feel those, those guiding principles in my life and I'll be able to, to do this. I'll be able to get through this challenge. I'll be able to get through it with grace. I'll be able to get through it in a way that will enable me to help others. And so to me now, like you were saying, Julie, surrendering is just it's a beautiful thing to do. And to help others to come to that understanding is life-changing. Yeah. That's, that's beautiful, Terry. Yeah. So, Julie, how would you describe um, being humble, and how do you support if you if you have a client who has this challenge? How would you support them in in um, embracing it? I, I think you know, in listening to Terry, you know, I was you know reflecting on my own teacher uh, Byron Katie, and Byron Katie is all about, you know, um, you know, loving what is. And one of the things that Byron Katie taught me, you know, decades ago when I went to spend time with her was when you learn to accept what is, what is is actually what you want. And that mm-hmm. was such a big distinction for me, you know, mm-hmm. um, when I learned that. Like when you can really accept, like, what is, is it is. And that's what I want because that's all there is. And, uh, you know, as we were getting ready for tonight and kind of just reflecting on it, I made a couple of notes. And really from the surrender, similar to what you were saying, Terry, around cultivating that humility. And humility isn't a weakness. Um, It's just a understanding that maybe you don't know as much. And it's Mm -hmm. really okay And that, you know, we both talk about fearlessness in our practices, but I use it from the metaphor of traveling because I've been in corporate America, I've been my own, you know, business owner, but there's nothing that taught me about being humble and having humility than putting a backpack, you know, winding up in the hills of, you know, Nepal and coming face to face with people who at first I think are so different than me and maybe I was there to serve them. And what I learned through travel is probably how to have a rich life from the poorest of people. And Mm. I just love what travel, because travel kind of just um, takes away everything and you're all in the same They don't know where I come from. They don't know my background. And I love that about travel, that you can just be out there and be neutral. And it doesn't matter about your status or your race or your gender or your education. And when I'm in that traveler's mode and that mindset, you know, I can have conversations with people in third world countries that don't speak English, yet somehow we communicate. And somehow I walk away being educated by them. Mm -hmm. And I just loved that from travel. And so now what I'd like to do in my practice is take those lessons that I learned from travel and apply them in my everyday life. And how do I use those same graciousness 
when I'm in the supermarket or I'm in a store or I'm, you know, in, in, you know, anywhere in life, it doesn't matter to remain that same traveler and look at any everybody as an equal and they have something to offer me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that, um, yeah, to me that's just saying the awareness of the nature of our humanity and mm-hmm. an acceptance of that we're that we're that we're more alike than we are different and that can be really uh punctuated if you have the opportunity to really travel and and experience that firsthand uh how how much we are alike and how how we think we're 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 there to serve someone and yet we're the ones that win right and that absolutely that's happened, you know that's happened to me so many times in my life just because I was a school teacher and I taught really young children and I was constantly being taught by those children. And I'm thinking here I am, you know, teaching them and yet I would learn every day from them and just uh, recognizing that, you know, we age has nothing to do with our capacity to learn or to teach or to serve Uh, all of those things that you were mentioning. It's that, that mindset of inclusivity that, helps us to be in in humanity and be human. And I think oh, that's absolutely. one of the benefits of surrendering is that, that you just, it's, there's no judgment. There's no, I'm better than you are. It's I'm here on this earth to learn and to serve. And every opportunity I have gives me that, um, that awareness and that capacity, you know, to learn. And I think that uh, can be exacerbated by actually traveling. But I think that, uh, you know, it's something that's available to all of us if we're willing to surrender to it and really, uh, really have that inclusive, loving, non-judgmental attitude about, about humanity that we're all, we're all members of that same family. Absolutely. You know, it's interesting when you started before, Terry, you talked about humility. Sometimes it's like a weakness or being mm-hmm. humble and when as this conversation is going what came up for me is sometimes humility when i hear that that's almost like an embarrassment but now when i'm humbled i can almost laugh at myself mm-hmm. and there's like yeah. a little tickle that comes right like oh yeah that's right and the ego isn't there and uh-huh, it's yeah. like a graciousness <laughs> like Oh my gosh, thank you so much. Thank you for reminding me about that. And it, it there's a laughter and a lightness that comes to it versus a humility where I feel that's almost like a shame that comes with it. Right. Yeah. And I think we learn that in society. They you know we're kind of taught that that like I I'm a recovering perfectionist. So when I make a make an error in judgment or I forget something, I'm late to a meeting my first reaction is to beat myself up. Now that I've learned to to surrender, it's just like what you said, like tonight I missed the whole meeting and I didn't beat myself up. I kind of laughed at myself. And the people that I missed it with, they laughed with me. You know, it was like, oh, my goodness. You know, we're just human. Sometimes we totally forget things. And that would have never happened to me before I before I learned to surrender. And just let it be and let it go and, you know, let God. And, you know, it's just, it's really interesting how much of a difference that can make on our loving ourselves, having that grace and ease with ourselves. Like you said, it's just, you can laugh at yourself. 
and just go. Whoops, I dropped my phone. Just go for you know, go forward. Yeah, I love what you ladies are are bringing to the to the call tonight. I think that when we're able to be comfortable in a room with people who um, know more than us, when we're when we're comfortable uh, saying I don't know, um, when we're comfortable with you know asking for help. Um, mm-hmm. we're comfortable with being, uh, you know, being a beginner, you know, those are, those are all things that have to do with being humble and being okay with, with those types of situations. And also though, knowing that you're capable, being humble to ask to seek, and also trusting that you can, uh, that you can do what, what is required. Um, it's not, yeah, I, yeah. uh-huh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead, Kelly. I was, I was just going to say it's not, um, it's not self-doubting. It's not, um what's the word I want? The word I want is not coming to my mind. Um you know, it's it's not it's, you know, handing all, over all of your power and saying I'm powerless or or something to that effect. It's it's being intentional. It's making choices. Go ahead, Julie. What 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 um I was capturing when you were speaking is about being humble doesn't actually mean we're not capable right like we're still capable mm-hmm. and I was making a list um like I looked up a definition of being humble and it's like having or showing a modest um of a of importance and so I was thinking of a couple of actors and musicians I was thinking of you know someone like Prince you know he's like this great he was this great guitar person. But he was very when he spoke, right? He was very shy. But then you put him on stage, and he was explosive, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't brag about it, but he through his case, he, he allowed his work to demonstrate his strength. But he didn't have to brag and be that braggart about it. He didn't seek out to be the best as a competition. He just used the gifts God gave him, and we just appreciated that talent. Yeah, he did a lot of um, charity work uh, behind the scenes as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and on the opposite side of that, I was thinking of the other humble, you know, um, when you can, again, being able to laugh at ourselves, or like our dignity or our importance. I was thinking of Jennifer Lawrence, right, when she went to get her first Oscar acceptance and she went up the stairs and completely tripped in front of millions (laughs) of people, right, on, like, national TV. And she, you know, I think one of the reporters said to her back, you know, stage, like, what was going through your mind? And she's like, a bad word, <laughs> right? And, and she just kind of laughed. <laughs> and to, like, have that great, like, she was just so human. Like, I fell. What, how would you feel if you fell in front of all those people at the Oscars? 
<laughs> right. I just love that humanness of her. Like she, mm-hmm. uh, she's very mm-hmm. endearing that way to me as a, somebody who is humble. That capable part yeah. you said, you know, Kelly, um, but still mm-hmm. just being human. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I love those two examples. Thank you for sharing that. So, Julie, is there a tool that you would like to share with our our listeners tonight, something that they could take and start practicing and and go forward um, a little, surrendering a little bit easier? Oh, a tool, huh. Um, well, what I did sit down in is I kind of made a list of some do's and some don'ts about humility. Would that be okay to kind of read through? Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Okay, so um, so some of the do's of practicing and, and cultivate. I have this under cultivating and developing, you know, humility. Um, spending mm-hmm. more time being a listener, being grateful mm-hmm. for what you have. And, you know, a part of that I was always taught, you know, why would the universe or God give you more if you aren't appreciative of what you already have? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have number three, um, seek feedback from others on a regular basis. You know, as we said, be teachable or coachable. Ask for help when you need it. And even when you don't, there's something about um, you don't always have to prove. And it's okay to ask just because, you know, being a single woman, um, and never owning my own home, sometimes I feel like this need, I always have to figure things out. And for the first time in my life that I live close to my brother, I find myself like picking up the phone and asking. And he kind of mm-hmm. joked, he's like, well, didn't you just Google that? Like, can't you just do that? And I said, <laughs> you know, Frank, I can, but for two reasons I'm calling you. One, I've spent my whole life doing things by myself, and it's nice to be able to reach out to someone. I haven't had that in a long time. And two, you're my brother, and that this is a way for us to get close. So can you come over and just change my light bulb? <laughs> and he laughed, like, but he got it. Like, I didn't have to be perfect. I asked just because I wanted a connection. There was something underneath that, and me – you know, surrendering, not being weak, but just honoring, like, hey, like, you're better at this stuff than I am, and it's okay. I don't have to be the best at everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. And then five was appreciate others, and I had slash, like, go last. Like, d- like hold the door open, take, you know, pass the plate around at dinner, and don't always, like, take the last piece, and make sure everybody is taken care of before you're taken care of. And then um, number six was be respectful of all people, as we talked about, like regardless of age, status, money. It's it's just about being respectful. And um, and under the don'ts, I have don't be afraid to make mistakes, avoid bragging or blaming, um, avoid the already listening. So I'm not sure. Um, do you understand that concept of an already listening? Uh, have you ever heard not that sure. term? Well, go ahead. Okay. So already listening is as the other person is speaking, you already assume that you know what's going to happen or what they're going to say. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you kind of just mm-hmm. turn off or tune out and you don't even listen. You don't even listen and all of a sudden you disregard them because you have been already listening about that topic or what they're going to talk about. So, again, keeping mm-hmm. that beginner's mind. 
Mm-hmm. Um, under don't, um, you don't need to be the best at everything or anything. Um, don't mm-hmm. take all the glory and don't put others down to make yourself feel good or look good. Yeah, love those. That's interesting. Those I just great uh, finished reading. <laughs> yeah, I just finished reading a book called "The Rules the Code, Rules of Civility," and this whole book was around. Uh, George Washington wrote a book about the rules of civility, <laughs> and it's really interesting because a lot of the things that you said were exactly what he wrote all those years ago. <laughs> Oh, wow. I mean, I just finished listening to it just before we made this phone call. So it's like really in my mind. Both of our birthdays are in February. (laughs) Maybe it's a February thing. We're both Aquarians. Well, if you think about it, because Aquarians are known for being um, very humanitarian and, you know, Mm -hmm. caring about causes and people. So maybe me and George have a little connection there. (laughs) Maybe so. Yeah. I'm an Aquarius, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. Awesome, Kelly. That's great. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Well, ladies, we are almost out of time already. Mm. Oh, wow. Mm. I know. It goes by fast. Mm. Um, so I want to, Julie, I want to give you time to share with our listeners how they can get a hold of you and if you have anything going on that um, they might want to participate in. Well, great. And again, thank you ladies so much for having me this evening. Um, Again, this topic is something so dear and near to my heart. And so um, thank you again for the opportunity to be here. Again, my name is Julie Zolfo and I'm a passionate life designer. And my website, my company have the same name. It's Destination No Fear. So you can just type that in, all one word. And I actually have tomorrow, starting tomorrow, I have a three-part free series called Destination Unknown. um, It's a three-part series. Part one on Tuesday is going to be about exploring about what's more possible. Um, It's just a a 60-minute little seminar each day. And then on Wednesday, we're going to move into experience and kind of looking at what's blocking us from having new experiences because we all know that until we have new experiences, there is no growth. And then on Thursday, the uh, 21st, we're going to look at expand and how do we expand beyond what we're already doing. So you can go to my website, destinationnofear.com, and look up events and sign up and love for you to come. And if you're listening to this recording later on, you can still sign up and get the replay and the workbook as well. So uh, that's my gift to my community. Awesome. I love that. Yes, and I love I love the traveling analogy. I think it's um, it's something that even if you've only traveled, you know, a little, you still can you still can uh, understand it and relate to it. Oh, absolutely! No, travel means a lot of things to different people. You don't need to have to have climbed the Himalayas or go to third world countries, right? It's going to a different restaurant, you know, going mm-hmm. to a different cafe. Um, when you go into a cafe, don't put your earphones on and turn on your laptop. Actually, turn to the person next to you and say hi. Otherwise, why did you go out at all? You could have did that sitting at home, <laughs> right? <laughs> so engage with people yeah. when you go out into the world and, and smile. A smile does so much. 
I know. That was one thing during the pandemic that I thought was so weird is that, you know, I'd go to a store and I would smile at people, but they had no idea because I had my mask on. Or, you know, I'd be taking a picture and I'd smile even though you could not see my face. (laughs) (laughs) I know, I know. Really. And it was like, I miss my smile. But, yeah. So, yes. Thank you so much. We want to remind you all that this 12, the 12 Steps to Freedom were created by Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of the Fearless Living Institute. And if you would like to know more about the Fearless Living Institute, please go to fearlessliving.org. If you'd like to know more about Terry and I and what we've got going on, please go to fearlessgenerations.org. And everything is there for you to explore, um, including all of the past shows as well as all of our um, events that we offer, our group program, and all of that great stuff is there for you to look at. And then also this week we have our five-day challenge, Get Fearless in Five Days, Five Pools in Five Days. And so make sure you're in the Facebook group and you are getting involved in the five-day challenge. Today was day one. We learned about are you making it up or is it true? If you want to know more about that tool, go get in the Facebook group. It has a workbook that takes you through each tool each day. And Terry and I go on and do Facebook Lives each day too. So it's a lots of great stuff. The Facebook group is called Get Fearless at Any Age with Fearless Generations. And we would love to see you there. So thank you, ladies. Always great to be here every Monday night with, uh, with Fearless Generations. And until next week, everybody, be fearless. Be fearless. Thank you, Julie. Uh, Thank you both, ladies. Have a wonderful night. Moving forward fearlessly. Absolutely. (laughs) Good night. Good night.